we have to start off this episode properly. It's happy birthday to you. That's all I got. <laughs> Should I keep going? No, no, it's Damn fine. On. I've heard it before. <laughs> you heard that one? Damn. This is the first podcast I'll do in my 30s. It's kind of weird to sit back and like think about your age, though. I feel like I'm a 12-year-old just with more access to things. Dude, I definitely do not act like a 32-year-old should probably be acting. I'm No, not at all. Pretty pretty immature at times, I should say. Yeah, if you were a... to tell me that I would be doing these types of things when I was 30, like when I was a kid, I, I just I wouldn't believe it. Well, they say like you grow a lot more in your 30s. Like you're actually you're supposed to have things kind of somewhat figured out. Yeah. I, I definitely have things a little more figured out now than I did in my 20s. For sure. When I was in the 20s, man, waiting tables and I lived to party. Now that I'm 30, I feel so wise. I've been 30 for like four hours. I can already feel it. <laughs> so wise? Yeah. What wisdom would you would you give to those coming Man, up underneath you? Man, things just started coming to me. <laughs> it was... I was gifted all this knowledge. <laughs> I did not expect that. The sun shines differently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I could hear birds singing songs I've never heard before. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, that's cool. So you're in Vegas, dude. You're celebrating. That's a good way to spend, to turn 30 years old is uh, Las Vegas. What yeah. have you done? How long have you been there? What's What's been happening there? Uh, we literally just got here two days ago. We kind of got here late, so we were super tired. We just hit the dispensary and then basically just went to sleep. You drove there, right? Yeah, we drove here. It was like... I don't know, 11, 12 hours from the how. So anyway, so you got there, what, Monday night? Yeah, we got here. Early Monday night? Monday evening. Tuesday, we went into the National Forest and did a little hike, just a little mini hike, like a mile and a half. It was really cool. You get up on this trail, and you can see down into the city. You see Vegas and then all these fancy mm. modern houses. And in the back, dude, there's just tons of mountains, and it's pretty cool here. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, snow on them higher ones out there it's just yeah and then there's palm trees down here it, it's wild i've never been here in my adult life so it's mm. just so much different than i expected yeah it's a really clean and uh yeah it's not so much hustle and bustle then again i am here on a tuesday after a ufc event it was like last weekend <laughs> so i'm sure they got yeah. pounded i actually had a buddy come through here last weekend during ufc 245 and he was telling me how horrible it was. And uh, he didn't realize that the fight was even going on. And I was thinking, fuck, dude, I imagine. I bet it's packed out there. And then we come the Tuesday following all that, and there's, like, nothing. I mean, there's still a lot yeah. of stuff going on, but you can get around easy. It's not crowded. I mean, it's, it, it, it's really awesome, like, coming around this time for sure. The weather's great, and you can just pretty much walk up anywhere and do whatever. But we went to Cirque du Soleil. After walking around the strip for a, a few hours, that's fun. Yeah, that was that was pretty epic, dude. Pretty awesome. Whew! It was it was some heavy stuff. <laughs> Were you sober watching Cirque du Soleil? No, I was not. <laughs> and it was incredible. It was incredible, dude. I, I can imagine underestimated that so much. You think, oh, we're just going to a show. We're just taking three grams of shrooms. <laughs> and I thought I was just going to melt away in, into the theater seat. Like, that was it for me. It was amazing. <laughs> it's just one of those nights and one of, the, one of those days you're like, you don't realize something cool is happening until, like, you look back and yesterday was epic. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It's just one of those Good days shit. you'd, like, never forget and then now we're about to fly to L.A. and see Joey Diaz tonight at the Comedy Store. Nah. I don't know. It's just pinch me. I'm figuratively pinching you. Uh, who else is with Joey Diaz? Do you know? There should be a lineup of four or five comics probably. I haven't looked. When we bought the tickets, it was about a month or so ago, and all it said was Joey Diaz and then to be announced. So I have no idea. Yeah. I need to look. Yeah, that sounds like a fun, fun time. Yeah, something that I would I would try. I think I would try. I don't know. What? Taking mushrooms and going to 
Circus Olay. <laughs> I would have to be I would have to be uh, careful on the amount of consumption. I think, yeah, before for sure going and doing that, you got to ease into I it. Would, oh man, overdoing it could be. <laughs> oh yeah, it could turn bad. Yeah, you seem knocked up, right? Yeah. And remember, they drive to Vegas and take mushrooms, and they go to Cirque du Soleil, and he's like, the shrooms are turning on me, man. How do I get out of it? Yeah. Yeah, I was That's fine. thinking that, but I'm pretty good at, I don't know, I don't want to jinx myself. I've been lucky enough to not ever have a bad trip on those things. Yeah. It's all about your mindset, though, man, like yeah. the environments you surround yourself with and how you feel going into it. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Well, it's a fact that if you run from all that scary stuff, you're going to have a bad trip. When something scary happens or things get dark, you just got to embrace it, you know? You're not going to explode or go crazy. Yeah. You just sit there and ride it out, and Hopefully. you have to face the demons. You have to jump off the cliffs and take the stairs and fight the monsters. And those monsters are things that you need to deal with. And people might not even realize that they need to deal with those things. So when they come up and they experience, they run, and that's when things get bad. You cannot run. You just got to mm. face the monster. That's the, that's the whole thing to it. If you can do that, you're good. I remember trying to watch a movie one time, and I swear that movie was like four hours long. I did not understand why the movie would not end. I was like, how is this still going on right yeah. now? Like, It was really, really weird. I was thinking that yeah, last maybe. night at the show because it was an hour and a half long, but it literally felt like six, seven hours. It was like a religious yeah. experience. What was the show about? Because there's a lot of different Cirque du Soleil shows. There's a lot of different like themes and stuff. So which one did you watch? This one was called Mister. I think that's how they were pronouncing it. Mystique? No. Mystere? Mystere, yeah. There was a lot of acrobatics involved, and there was some yeah. trapeze going on, and then people playing with bungees, like those things in the mall that those kids bounce on, those two bungees attached to their hips, and then they bounce on that mini trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing that type of stuff, but like... On the professional level. <laughs> and flying, like, right above you. The whole theme, though, it started out very, very Avatar. Like, a, these creatures were popping out of everywhere. And um, <laughs> then these little chicks looking like sperm came out with these little things on their head. And then all of a sudden there was a baby, this huge baby. And he was bouncing this big red ball around and messing around with the crowd. And... That had to have been a little confusing at first, right? It was. It was like uh, at the very beginning, there was just two strollers sat out on the center of the <laughs> stage, and everything was like neon and lit up like galaxy style. You had the sperm chicks and then the carriage, the baby carriage and the big baby, and then this old man. So it was like they birthed this baby or something. I, I didn't really understand where they were trying to get at i couldn't help but think about all of the people because these yeah. dudes were jacked and they looked about our age they're running around there looking like neon dinosaurs and i'm just thinking they're probably just wanting to go home and play xbox <laughs> yeah i do the Cirque du Soleil because my dad put me in gymnastics for so long it's really the only gig i can get or there's some of them that are like that's their life dream is to dance for Cirque du Soleil or perform at Cirque du Soleil shows that would be a pretty cool job. But, man, the training that they go through and the time it takes to get to that level of performance. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, they had this cage come out, this giant cage, and these dudes were doing their little pole dance thing up and down the cage, and the cage is, I don't know how to judge feet, but it, try was, meters. it was probably 1,200 feet <laughs> at least. It could have been 4,500 foot. I don't know. <laughs> but they were going up and down that thing just like you would not believe. It was so interesting to think of what the human body is capable of. When you see people do all these things and then see these performances come together, it's just mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. What was like your favorite act of the show? Like somebody doing something that was just like, that kind of stood out from all the other cool stuff that was going on. In some of these parts, these chicks were just hooked up to these harnesses and... The guys up top, I guess, are 
controlling them in a way they can retract that cable or kind of spin them in a direction so they would get really close to the crowd and we were like right there down in front and these chicks are like flying right over your face at a certain point in the whole thing so that was really cool but the way those dudes would move up and down that cage and just the whole thing man it was really really fascinating and then they started playing around with trampolines and doing tricks with the seesaw one dude yeah. would be up here, and then the other guy, and then they're doing flips. The whole yeah. crew's getting involved, and they're all flipping all over the place, doing crazy shit. It was nuts, man. Sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. I went for Richard's 21st birthday. I was oh, only yeah. 20 at the time, and so like, <laughs> I had a fake ID when I went uh, when I went around to do everything. And it worked everywhere, too. It did. There was this one place... Oh, yeah, and the dude, we didn't really look much alike. There was one place, one club specifically we tried to go to, and the bouncer, I hand him my ID, he looks at it, he looks at me, he, like, holds it up to my face. It's clearly not me in the picture, but he just gives it back to me and lets me in anyway, so I'm like, yeah. okay. It's like, man, I checked him. All white boys look the same. <laughs> I know, right? So it's been, like, 12 years since I went out there. I can only imagine the difference. Uh, that, and that city changes every year. There's something different. I mean, you got, like, your same sa- – the same staple hotels and stuff, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of things changing that's going on. We went to a Cirque du Soleil show when we went. It was called O. Yeah. It's like a water show. Wow. Um, that water? one was pretty cool. Oh, man, that would have been cool. I don't really remember the specifics of it uh, as far as, like, what really happened except for one thing. Like, you had this stage, and the stage would turn from a solid stage that people could dance on and do their stuff. But then it would also, like, go down and fill with water, and it turned into a giant swimming pool also. One minute, like, people would be dancing, like, on the stage, and, like, the next minute, the stage disappeared. It was a big pool, and there's people diving from, like, diving boards. It's, like, above the stage that you can't see. It's, like, they're just falling out of the ceiling into the pool and doing stuff. So that one was pretty cool. That would be sick. Um, I need to come back and see that. I want to see more because it it was, like, it was just mind-blowing. I mean, I'm sure the shrooms helped a bit, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot cool. of it. Oh my goodness. What what uh what what was just what say was, it, dude. Well I was gonna think like what is like the the best birthday present you've received that 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 you can remember that you like you've ever received for your birthday. Or worst. You could go either way with that, best or worst. There's one I always remember is when my dad got me my first iPhone when I turned eighteen. He wasn't much of a spender and there wasn't a whole yeah. lot to spend. And he knew nothing about electronics, nothing like that. It was totally unexpected. Like, I opened that, and I had an iPhone and a cell phone plan, and I was like, I just couldn't believe it. That was very, just totally unexpected. I mean, I went from, like, a flip phone to an iPhone. When was that? I was, that was in 08 for me. iPhones were just getting big. You know, we were were just coming out out of the snake era. That's pretty cool. I've never... I've never gotten anything that big. Jody got me cool. a really good present this last year. As far as like electronics wise, like she got me this, uh, like a new Bluetooth wireless speaker. Um, and actually, I've never even like, <laughs> I've never even like owned my own wireless speaker. But what? she finally got me one because I've been talking about getting one for a while. Well, I am Jody so obsessed with mine. I use it. Oh, daily. the one I have now is this one is really nice. The one that she got me. It's like a JBL four charge or something. It's like the newest JBL that oh, she came out with. And, that's the one I have, a JBL. Yeah, so I got that just this last year. But the the, the birthday present I think I remember the most is um, I was at Chuck E. Cheese, and I turned 10 years old. And I remember my grandpa asking me, like, how does it feel to be double digits? Like, specifically, it's so weird, but, like, I remember us sitting at the table and him asking me that and, you know, me answering however I did. But that Christmas I got a, I got a red guitar. Or not that Christmas, that birthday. I got a red guitar that birthday. And I don't know why... I remember that, or even if it's, I could say it's my best, but it's like the most memorable birthday present I got was like, mm. I don't know. I just remember being there, being at that, and then getting that guitar and being really happy about it. I never learned how to play, but I was happy at the time that I got it. Yeah. Um, you still have that? That guitar? <laughs> nah, man. Damn, nah, dude. Nah. I ain't got that guitar. I still get shit from when I was 10. The night that Dale Earnhardt died, me and my dad ran to Walmart and bought a bunch of Dale Earnhardt stuff. <laughs> I still have it. And I had this one. It was my favorite. 
I hung it on the shelf in my bedroom when I lived with my mom for a brief period, me and my little brother. And my little brother went in there and opened that and started playing with the car. I was so pissed. It was my favorite Dale Earnhardt piece. And he took it out of the box? Yeah, and by that time I had had it for a couple years. And I was like, I'm going to hold on to this stuff. And it was my favorite one because it was like Dale Earnhardt standing on a car. And there was like a mini Dale Earnhardt on top of the car with this whole where they call it the champions area, wherever they pull up the car and then everybody celebrates and stuff. Like it was like that circle. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And my little brother, man, he just went in there and opened it up, played yeah. with it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So I <laughs> gave him the people's elbow. <laughs> Leave the smack down on his candy ass. Oh, dude, that was back when wrestling was the shit. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. Gotta be the all time. Triple favorite. H. Stone Cold and The Rock. Bret Hart. I never had like any kind of collectibles growing up. Um, my dad collects, still does to this day, collects Coca Cola stuff. And yeah, I remember that. A lot, like his whole dining room area. It's supposed to be like a library, but it's just Coke shit. Hmm. I mean, he has hundreds of different bottles and like old trays and toys, all kinds of shit. Coca Cola. Uh, I, who knows the value of all the stuff he has? So, like, I always got my dad Coca Cola stuff. He was. He was kind of easy to shop for for birthdays and Christmas. I'd usually hit up antique stores and stuff and try to find some old, really cool Coke stuff to give to him. But me, man, I, yeah, I never collected anything or had any toys in boxes or anything like that. That was like, do not touch. This is for looking only. Yeah. Um, never got into that hobby of doing that. It's strange to do, like, why people get caught up on, why do they collect anything? And they collect a variety of things. Anything you can think of. Lamps. They'll collect lamps, you know? Why? I did actually I had a I had a penny collection one time because like I had a book and you had to like uh it had like those little those little holes that you like put the coins into. Um and it was for like every year for like so you had to like basically look for pennies for certain years to like fill your collection of like your little book that you had. But mm. man, I don't I don't remember what happened to it either. I remember having it as a kid, but that's I still have this thing that my grandma collected all the quarters, and then when they started coming out with the states, yeah, the and states, she filled yeah, up yeah. the state map. I still have one of those things. She gave all the grandkids. She she collected yeah. every fifty state as they came out, and then filled those right. up for us, and then gave them to. Us. It was really cool. So I, I remember when that. Did that. Yeah. Damn, how much money do you um, think that'd be? What was fifty divided by four? At least twelve hundred dollars. We can add that up. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I've always kind of thought about like it would be cool to get into like the hobby of collecting something. I just never, never come across anything that. Yeah. There's multiple varieties of that. I'd be like, oh, it'd be cool to have all these Beanie Babies was a popular one. Beanie Remember babies. that? Yeah, yeah. Those little toys. Some of those actually were. Got to become worth a lot of money. <laughs> I know. What the hell, man? Literally, it's the same thing as a teddy bear that you get at the gas station or anywhere else. But, man, what great marketing. Hey, guys, releasing a bunch of bears, and there's only a couple of these bears. So keep buying till you get one of those. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I got to get that bear. And it, and they made them more valuable, too, like if the tag was left on them. So, like, people would put, yeah. like, a little plastic casing around that tag. To make sure that, that tag stayed in good condition, so it would be worth more money. Um, yeah, that's yeah, an interesting collection. This lady that my dad used to date had an Oklahoma beanie baby, like an OU theme, mm -hmm. and they misspelled Oklahoma on it. Things that are mistakes are worth more money than things that are made perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Oklahoma's misspelled on this beanie baby, and I remember seeing that in like. 2010. How does somebody do that? Everybody knows how to spell Oklahoma. We have the song. But it was a you know a clear mistake. Like the L and the A were switched or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was misspelled. So I was like, man, that's got to be worth something, right? It was a legit Beanie Baby with a tag and everything. There's probably a bunch of kids in Africa running around with little Oklahoma bears <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's fucked up. They get all the Super Bowl <laughs> shirts of the teams that didn't win. Yeah, man. I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least they're doing something good with them though. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I'll wear man, that bitch funny. inside out. 
that is funny. That's what they do with like that old. I've wondered about that. Like, how do they have this merch so fast? And then where does the rest go? We need to come up with a process that you can take the label off the shirt once they screen print it. We just like throw it in this batch, and the screen print will come right off. You can re- like just reuse, reuse the shirt. The t-shirt. Yeah, it would make sense, right, to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Then you'd cut off the Africans. <laughs> the little kids. Yeah, that's fucked up. Have you seen those videos where GameStop will go through old games and just throw them in the trash, but before they throw them in the trash, they take a knife to them and scuff the CDs so people can't oh, yeah. dumpster dive and get the games. That's so fucked up. I know, right? Like, Let people have the game, man. Like, You're not doing nothing with it. Go give it to Goodwill and just let people go crazy. Like, let people find that at Good... Dude, I donate some of the coolest shit to Goodwill. And I'm like, man, whoever finds this is going to be so stoked. Because I love doing it. I love finding stuff at thrift stores and stuff. So I, like, pay it forward. So can you imagine just... But then again, you're like, well, then kids will just start going to Goodwill and we'll be out of business. And a lot of those games are probably trash. No, there's probably some classics. There was a guy who, like, made up a bunch of, like, fake video games. Uh... <laughs> he made a bunch of fake video games. I like gave him a cover and everything and took him into a GameStop to try to get money for him. And one of them was like a, it was called like Call of Jury Duty. And so it was like a video Call game about ju- being on jury. <laughs> <laughs> like being on jury. <laughs> you sit through a trial. <laughs> yeah. So he just made up all these fake games and these people are looking at these games like trying to find them in the computer and they're like, uh... Like what game? I can't remember all the titles he had, but they were so. Fr- I remember that funny. Call of Jury Duty. That's the one that like stood out the most. I thought was funny. Man, you ever watch Nathan for You? Yeah, Nathan for You is funny. That might be one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I've never laughed so hard at a show. I think. Dude, I was thinking yesterday. This lady, she parked outside of IKEA because we stopped by IKEA and made a round, and she was driving a Porsche, and she parked at the very, very end. Of the lot. I mean, <laughs> it was the furthest spot you could have possibly got at Ikea. Yeah. And I was thinking to pull up right next to her, just park like real close, just real recklessly, just pull up. Because she obviously <laughs> parked way out there because she wanted to be alone. She didn't want anybody by her yeah. Porsche. And you just pull up, just park right next to her. Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. Well, I was thinking, yeah, for you, dude, if you want to come up with a prank. I don't know if people are out there parking far away from Ikea entrances, but... In China? Yeah. Dude, there ain't nowhere far to park. People park on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there aren't parking lots, man. Like, you park literally wherever you can find that yeah. is not on the street. I honestly don't think it so, would phase a Chinese person if you parked really no. close to them. They would be like, whatever. they just compromise. No, yeah. Like, oh, just another Monday. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> just another Monday. This guy. <laughs> that was the worst Chinese accent. Chinese <laughs> impression. <laughs> just another you Monday. You figured I'd be better at that. Like, <laughs> that's not even Chinese. I don't know what oh, it was. Just another Monday. Oh. That was a half Australian, <laughs> half Italian robot. Yeah. Yeah, Im- impressions aren't my... Aren't my strong. <laughs> if you can't do a Chinese <laughs> impression, you that. can't do any impression, dude. I've always thought about that. Like <laughs> Chinese people, it would be fun to like make some sort of like a hidden camera, um, some pranks and stuff out here. But I don't know, man. They're real. They're real testy about that stuff too. Yeah. Like I feel like I would get in more trouble than have fun with it. Yeah, probably. Um, make a mockery of their hard to do. tribe. I don't think they would like that. I've been talking about making a, a little mini series of about uh living out there English teachers here in China yeah yeah just like living out here in English teachers yeah. in China just how life can be being an English teacher right here because there are so many just random situations that you get in whether it's like language barriers or yeah kids saying something stupid in the classroom they you need one of them really clickbaity thumbnails holding up your hands and there's like huge handcuffs and they're glowing and your head's real big and then there's a swarm of cops over here and then a bright green background and you're like, I almost went to jail in China. And there's like this noose and blood coming out. You watch the whole video, you never see a noose. You never see blood. I don't even need that. Like, No, was... no. More like um, I took a job off Craigslist and came to China. Or we Just English foreigners teaching. in China kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like there have been like situations where they bring kids – into the class to give a demo to, and they're way too young. Like, they're bringing in kids that can't even speak Chinese, hmm. and now they want us to, like, teach them English at the same time. What? So I thought that would be, like, a funny skit to do. Like, uh, somebody brings in a baby that's, like, 
maybe six or seven months old and like still in like maybe a little carrier and can't walk and they're like here give this kid a demonstration class and you're like what he's looking at you he's like throws up on himself (laughs) (laughs) just like (laughs) all right thanks for coming this is our school yeah, a funny skit would be cool, but more just like uh, blogging about expat Americans teaching English in China. Well, I think there could be a big market, too, for people who would watch something like that, because there are so many foreigners out here doing this job. I mean, thousands, thousands of people out here doing this job. And I, and I know every single one of them can relate on some sort of level to different situations you could write about and like make scenes about and stuff, so... Like that one you sent me of It's Always Sunny. You know, it doesn't have to be high production, but just do something, you know, just to have fun with it. And I have people out here or friends out here who are into filmmaking and stuff, so it wouldn't be that hard to get the people together to shoot it and make it happen. But we'll see. Could be an avenue to pursue. I've been looking at new MacBooks. The ones that are $62,000? No, not that one. Hex, no. <laughs> I would have had to win big last night to get one of them, dude. Did you play last night? Yeah, we put $3 in the slot and bet big. (laughs) Didn't hit nothing. Did you do it all on one spin? I don't know. I was just hitting buttons until I ran out of money. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just gave that thing $3 and it did not give me shit. Let's get out of here. This is stupid. Yeah, I don't get it. I want to walk around and get candy. Where's my free drink? No, we didn't. Even, I haven't even drank a beer since we left the house. I, uh, speaking of drinking, I, I went out after work on Sunday and it ended up just turning into a shit show that night. I don't think I came home till like 4, 3 30, 4 a.m. or so. Dude, I had the worst hangover I've had in a long time. I, my head hurt literally all day Monday. And even a little bit on Tuesday for a couple of hours when I woke up. Man. It was like how bad my hangover was. What'd um, you drink? Beer. Just and, beer? Well, I had a few tequila. Well, I had a few tequila shots, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But either way, um, yeah, man. The worst hangover I've had in quite some time. Do you drink water uh, when you drink? No. No. I do not. Man. I keep water beside my bed, but it's only like a glass. It's like a mug of water, so it's not enough to really make a difference. But I don't know how people don't drink water. I'm like dying right now. I need to fill this jug up. I forgot to fill it up before we started, and I'm like, I need water so bad. I I just drink it all day, every day. Like I get, I literally feel dried out, and I get a headache and shit if I don't just constantly consume it. It's crazy. I don't know how people don't drink it. It blows my mind. I drink quite a bit of water throughout the day. Pretty much water and coffee are the only thing I drink throughout the day. And then I'll have a, a beer or two at night unless I <laughs> go out and it turns into more than that. But usually I have about a beer, about a beer a day. I'm surprised you got hungover. You hardly ever really get hungover, it seems like. Or maybe you hide it well or it doesn't affect you very much because I can't hang. No, I don't get hungover much. Um, so it was a, it was a special, it was a special, special night Sunday. I don't, I don't know how it got to where it did, but. It did. That's okay. It was fun. It, what I remember was fun. I just remember, like, I went to, like, play, like, a pool competition. I was playing pool with some friends. Um, I had a really <laughs> – I was sitting around the table after we played pool with, like, five of my other buddies. And we got into the – for somehow we got into the topic of porn. And we were talking about, like, porn sites. And it, it was just a conversation that lasted, like, an hour around that topic, which it ended up being a really interesting conversation. And it was fun. We had a good time. Um, but then we did that and then like we went next door and ended up playing poker. I remember like the first 10 hands of playing poker. And then I remember waking up at 11 the next morning and that's how it goes. And you've had nights like that before and not been hung over, right? Yeah, it comes Yeah, it's weird. It comes and goes and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know what determines. Yeah. It makes you (laughs) wonder what you did throughout the day that prevented you from having hangovers on the other occasions i don't know but yeah monday i i just laid around the apartment and uh we had to leave we had to go to the police station so like because we went out of town and went on vacation last week for whatever reason we had to go to the police station and let them know that like we left the country and came back and had to like let them know what we did i have no idea why we had to do that but for some reason we had to go to the police station and 
what? talk to them about our little trip. You remember that? Well, that was like on Monday that we had to go do that. Just randomly? For, dude, we've left the country like four times this year. And for, for whatever reason, like this was the first time like our school told us. They're like, hey, you guys, we need to go to the police station and let them know that you guys left and what you did. And we're like, why? Like, why this time? Why was this time special and not the other times? Why? What did they say? So we had to go do that. I don't know. I really have no idea. Like, we literally, we went and met this lady at the police station. We give them our passports. They talk about a couple of things. She gives us our passports back, and we leave. Hmm. Like, they didn't even ask us questions or anything. Like, she kind of did everything for us. But even still, it was all around, like, leaving and then coming back. So, I don't know. Whatever. There's weird shit like that that happens. Yeah. It just happens sometimes. You just go with it and on to the next. I'm sure politics has a lot to do with the two or, you know, like they'll kind of be a little lax, it sounds like, and then something will happen, and then they tighten up. Maybe it was where we went, you know, because we went to Hong Kong, and there's like that big shit that's going on between China and Hong Kong right now. So Maybe it's like around that, too, is like behind their reasoning, but I don't know. What if they're listening to us? Yeah, did you see that, like, they may be impeaching... I think Trump is getting impeached today, or they're voting to impeach him. I, I saw the they have a TV here, and I was scrolling through the guide, and it said impeachment votes. Yeah, what's going on? Um, they're trying to I vote to impeach him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what's happening. So, like, I guess they had a big like uh, a case over it in court about like whether they could proceed with impeaching or not, to where like if there was actually grounds for it and whatnot, and then it was decided that like. Yeah, yeah, like, we can vote for this, um, for impeaching him, and then, so, like, now, I guess today is they're doing that actual vote, and it's possible that he's, he could be impeached by the end of the day, so, like, here's what I don't know, too, and I probably sound so stupid even saying this, but, like, if you get impeached, that means, like, you're basically getting fired, right? Yeah, he'll, like, come on and resign or something. So, if he stops being president, does that mean that, like, Mike Pence will be our president? I believe so, whoever's vice, and then we have another election. But hey, guys, here's the thing. There's an election next year in a month. What? 2020, don't you got to re-vote? You don't. (laughs) That doesn't happen until November. Oh, shit. It's just getting started. (laughs) I was like... Isn't the election hey in 2020? <laughs> like, what are you worried about? It is about? in 2020, but it's not till November of 2020, so it's still going to okay. be a whole year. Okay. But This whole just, time just I'm like, are y'all just doing this just to say you did it? Because we can right. just vote for another guy next year. Why don't you do that? Yeah. But <laughs> that makes sense. November, yeah. So, yeah. God. We're going to have to hear that motherfucker's name. For the rest of eternity. This doesn't make sense either, though. I mean, they think that, like, getting rid of Donald Trump, that, like, Mike Pence is going to be a better option. Like, that dude's an... Ugh, that dude's an idiot. Man, I know nothing. He's, like, really homophobic. He, like, he does not like gay people. For real? Just like, clearly? at all. Like, like clearly, like, the, like, wants to put them in camps type of dislike. That's because he's the gayest dude in office. <laughs> Seriously, he he is, is hiding demons. He's running from that. Like, if he complains so hard about gay people, it's because he's gay as fuck, dude. I I, I truly <laughs> believe that. And it's those demons. It's those demons people are running from. It's because, like, secretly, or they know within themselves that they really are part of, like, what they hate. They might not even know it because they won't even embrace it, but those thoughts come in their head and... Because of their religion and what they've been told, they're like, oh, it's so scary to them. So they act out to inform everybody to run away from this thing. It's trying to get you. It's like, no, motherfucker, it got you. You need to embrace it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Just a theory. Yeah, who knows? So, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see how all that plays out. That is funny, though. I just... I mean, I don't really care what happens either way. You can impeach him. He can stay in for another five years. I mean, it really does not matter to me either way at this point. I I know that's such a stupid, idiotic way of looking at it, but it's just how I feel. I feel like it's really kind of out of my hands besides maybe if I just hit this check mark or this check mark. That's all you can do, really. You can sit around and complain 
Just convince the people in your circle. That's the best we could do. And then it'll spread. Then hopefully they convince the people in their circle that's not connected to yours and keep it going. Yeah, man, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it doesn't really affect me that much being where I'm at, but uh, it's still an interesting situation. Like, this doesn't happen very often where, like, a president is disliked so much by other people in politics where they're like, get the fuck out of office and, like, do whatever they can to, like, find a way to push him out. Dude, in the end, I just want what's best for all human beings, you know? Like, that should be the common goal. And to or Trump, you, you so? don't really get that. You don't really get that feeling. You just get more of a looking out for my buddy's pockets kind of feeling, you know? It kind of targets the almost more uneducated. The more educated people support him because he benefits their bank account. I don't even think it's that. It's just the Daily Show is really good about, like, putting out videos of where, like, they send a reporter out to, to Trump rallies and stuff, and they interview people in their rally about, like, what's going on, you know? And they just did that recently with this last one about like, cause a lot of the a lot of this stuff is stemming around like I guess some sort of um, some sort of conversation that was had between him and Russia, and there's supposedly like some transcripts out about the conversation to you know help people determine like you know was there collusion involved or blah 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 blah, and so Trump is always about you know like hey like read the transcripts read the transcripts everybody says read the transcripts to like see what happened and you know judge for yourself about what uh, what really went on. And so this reporter goes out to these rallies, and he's like, uh, and he asks him a question, you know, like, well, did you read the transcript? And they're like, no, no, but I trust President about what he says, and uh, so, like, I, I trust that, like, nothing really happened there. And everybody, every single person they interview, well, at least the ones that they show on TV, is like, a, well, he says to read the transcripts, and everybody needs to know what really happened. And the reporter's like, okay, so did you read the transcript? And they're like, no. No, I didn't read anything, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm sure the transcript says, you know, what really went on. Now, these are Trump supporters? Yeah, yeah, it's all Trump supporters. So, like, it's just it's a bunch of sheep, man. Everybody's blind, and, like, they don't actually take the time to— That's what I'm saying. Uneducated. Like, he targets yeah, those uneducated. people that are uneducated, and then he targets the people that they're going to benefit from him being in office financially. And then there's just so this funny. other whole— undertow of people that just simply didn't want Hillary like they hated Hillary so much that they mm-hmm. voted for the guy they just hated a little less and uh, that's yeah. understandable too and this is what happens man but it sucks that you can't have faith in your leader and look at your leader like man this guy is really gonna take us to positive places Yang gang 2020 there's so many people playing a different game though here in America you know that um, the rules change depending on who the leader is. And when those rules change, it changes for the worse and for the better for half and half. It's almost yeah. like you can never win because these people are playing a different game than, say, the Democrats or whatever their game is. I, you know, so it, how do you win in a system like that? I you literally don't. don't know. You don't, man. That's why you can't even really worry about it, man. Just do you and... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just do you. You should be the president of your family and, and these people that you're around and stuff. Like, you should you should be the leader. They should be, like... Just stop looking to the outside world to lead your household and, and, and your life. Like, man, fuck that. Take things into your own hands and influence people in a positive way. And that's real change. I mean, not voting for some dude and hoping everything will do, be okay and putting everything into the hands of the government and that's that's another thing with the yang gang stuff it's like does that give the government too much control when we start doing these these things i i don't know i don't know i don't know the answer to any of these questions i just uh think about them you do you and uh do what you got to do to make your everyday life worth living and outside yeah. of that there ain't much there ain't much you can do to change anything Man, if you're positive and you're good to people and they pick up on your positive energy, I really think that pours over and it spills over into their own life. And it's just this tiny change in the whole scheme of things. The butterfly effect, right? Mm-hmm. Just be nice. Like, that. that's the best we can do is, like, be nice, be loving, and um, don't even get caught up on that bullshit, man. That's why I try not to even think about that. Impeach him. Impeach Trump, like, and people are sitting around watching that all fucking day today, the whole thing, and they're just going to keep playing the same commercials and the same recaps up until they get the vote results. It's like, 
why don't you just get the vote results or have your buddy tell you what happened? Like, you don't have to invest so much into that. That's crap, man. Your your brain's taking in junk food. Yeah. Definitely. Ah, it's crazy. Whatever, man. Let uh, like I said, I I see what I see like on uh, basically like on social media, and um, I don't even really like go into detail and read about much. I just kind of see like what's happening and why it's happening or what's going on like the details of it i really don't know because i really don't even care to know like it's interesting knowing that it is something that's going on but as far as like invest time into it no i'm not gonna do that no i mean Uh, because the results are the same whether you sit around and dissect all this shit or not yeah um you do your part do your role and then just just eject Carry from on. all that. Yeah, yeah. Just get that Carry crap out, out of your brain. Words, huh? These people are so obsessed with that shit, and it it spills over into their life. So they they take all that anxiety and anger that they have from all the results, and then they just treat their friends and other family members like shit because <laughs> they're caught up in feeling anxious and angry all the time that they can't even like yeah. do anything. Then they start causing unnecessary arguments at the dinner table. Exactly. I don't want to go to Thanksgiving <laughs> and start feeling anxious and angry because you brought up politics. Does it, do you feel like there's always like that guy at like a Thanksgiving? Hundred percent. There's always like that one family member who's like who's into that shit. And like that's all he wants to talk about with his other family. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He can't wait to bring Something it up. With- Oh no! Can't wait. He's like, yeah, he's like tapping his foot, just like waiting for that. And right. it's totally <laughs> off topic. Like, hey, will you pass me that spoon? <laughs> Hillary wouldn't have. You're like, what? <laughs> I didn't even say anything about Hillary. Just, I just, just want green bean casserole. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if this is. I'm like gonna. I was almost gonna completely change subjects a little bit. That's fine. We do that a lot. It does happen occasionally. Uh, well, I was gonna kind of just like go back to the bid, go back to the beginning real quick. Like we were talking about uh, gifts, like birthday gifts, like some of the best you've ever received, or some of the worst you've ever received. And um, we posted this on our Facebook for for people to respond. Oh to yeah, and, we got a face page, dude. Yeah, we are on Facebook now. So like you know, like us on Facebook. We prefer that you subscribe to us on YouTube and actually listen to what's going on. But if you don't do that and you just want to like us and Follow along with some of our silly posts on Facebook. That's cool, too. But the question I put out there to see if I could get some responses to and just want to hear what people had to say was about uh, some of the best or worst Christmas gifts that they've ever received. So, Anybody respond? Um, uh, yeah, we got a couple of responses. One of them was actually <laughs> – one of them was your brother responded. He said, uh, in Sherman, Texas of 2003 – for Christmas, mom took me to CC's and gave me a box that had a keychain and sweatbands for playing basketball. Oh, and that man. That was his Christmas uh, Oh, <laughs> man. Hey, she was trying, dude. She was trying. She was trying. That's what matters. Man, poor girl. That one hurts. That was back when CC's was two ninety nine too. I remember that. Oh, I love CC's. Is that really how cheap it was at one point? I swear to God, in 2003, that's got to be a fact. I remember it big and bold on the – it was either $2.99 or $3.99, I swear. Maybe, yeah. I exaggerate, remember? It was probably $7.99. It was less than 5 bucks, maybe. Maybe it was $4.99. Oh, man. I love you, Mom. I know you was trying. (laughs) So, yeah. And I got another comment that said um, (laughs) it was my sister. So we got our family (laughs) – we got our family supporting us and uh, <laughs> dropping us. Oh, comments there you go, the, siblings on the page. Okay. Uh, she, she said, um, which I was a little confused. She said, "I actually received a voucher for free ham from her contract company as a Christmas gift one year, but she never used it. <laughs> what? But she never used it. Uh, ham gone to waste. I asked her if that was her best present she ever received. And she said, <laughs> no." <laughs> Uh, I was like, no. man, if that is your best present you've ever received was a free so ham your best. from, yeah. from Beachlers. Uh, I definitely don't want to hear the worst. You've had a rough holiday seasons your whole life. At the top of your list is a free ham. I got to say, um, though, I would have cashed it in and really been pretty excited about that ham at this point in life. I mean, I'm 30 now. You I do old, old shit. You get excited about hams. Uh. 
I don't know if I would have known how to cook a ham if I was 23 years old and somebody said, go get yourself a ham. You figure it out. Maybe. (laughs) Get on that Google. At 23, you'd be like trying to roast it with a Bic. (laughs) (laughs) How long does it take? Eating little pieces pieces of it as it cooks. It's chewy. You got to eat as you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Dude, I remember one time uh, I got, so like my dad, my dad remarried a couple times, but at one point, you know, there were eight, eight of us siblings. She had four kids and I have three siblings. So there were eight kids, then my dad and uh, his wife. And I remember one year for Christmas though, um, in a stocking, like we had like a little smaller gifts in a stocking, but they gave, there was also like a hundred dollar bill in there. And I remember thinking at the time, uh, Damn. well, and even still now, each one got a hundred like, bucks. Each one got a hundred bucks, and I remember thinking I was, that was actually like one of the most, at the time. It was kind of like one of the biggest presents I've got. I feel like that's eighteen hundred dollars. Pretty close these days, yeah. Wait, wait, eighteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's so confusing. The sad thing for me is at the time also though, like I got that money, and the first thing I thought about spending it on was like. I got this bill to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really thought about, like, I have this money, and, like, I got this shit I got to take yeah. care of. Just trying like, I don't even, I'm really not even 100% sure, like, that's what I used it on was, like, a gift for myself. If, I think I may have actually spent it on a bill yes. at the time. That's life, man. Something silly, so. That is cool of them, though. They had eight people yeah. in the house, man. That shit looked like Home Alone, probably. <laughs> Go running it around. that way Drinking Coca-Cola. Now. I really was. I was thinking about it, like, at the time, too. I was like, man, like, I was like, dang, where did they get? I just said, we just wanted to go to lunch this last Sunday after church. They can't take everybody to lunch, but they're dropping $100 in our stocking. Wait, something's going on I know, what the fuck? I would have taken CC's in a (laughs) keychain. I guess it is Christmas. Christmas is epic. I love Christmas, man. It sucks, like, we miss out being at Grandma's house on Christmas. I've been at my Grandma's at Christmas... You know, this will be the first year that we haven't been there, and it's just crazy because it's just, I don't know. I didn't really think about it much, and then you're like, it's a week away, and it's such a tradition, and I will miss it. You you definitely remember those holidays, even though there's times where you kind of you kind of dread going, or at the time you don't, you feel like you don't look forward to going or anything. Uh, but once you're there and it's over with, you you do have to be thankful um, and appreciative of that time you get to spend with some of your family. Um, yeah, this will be year number two for us over here. Year number uh, two? Wow. No holidays, no holidays with the family? family? No holidays with the family. How is it, man? This is the lifestyle, being on the road and being weird. Um, uh, sacrifice, you know. I think it's okay. I mean, well, like, again, it goes back to, like, we definitely – I miss family. Like, I really do miss the gatherings of holidays and um, sitting around with siblings and, you know, after everybody eats, sitting around just playing board games and shit with each other and, you know, doing what we do and hanging out and that that time. Um, It was really, really fun before everybody became adults. I wish they could just have fun, relax, enjoy themselves. But it seems like a lot of people are under so much stress, man, financially and with being split up with so-and-so and she's crazy he's crazy it's um so much drama i just can't re- can't relate you feel like like family like kind of puts on puts on a front for holidays like, absolutely kind of a, a face for holidays 100 percent. yeah i think i think that's kind of what you're getting at yeah people like your family's like in a way they're not real with you during holidays like holidays like like special times like holidays like christmas and thanksgiving like the real shit that's going on with people like you you don't hear about you don't talk about and like it's uh it's like avoided in a way you know what i mean uh compared to like if you were to just go over like a random night of the week to like chill with somebody um why is that man i hate that i don't know i I think maybe they don't want people to know or it's expected to be like a happy time so yeah, they don't yeah. want to bring up anything negative dude or... it's not realistic that people are just going to be happy all the time or life's just always 
gumballs and butterflies. It's, people go through shit, and you can open up, and we can discuss things, and people would be really, really genuinely happy. But we're always sweeping things under the rug and not dealing with things, or people will be there just lying right in front of your face, and everybody just lets it go because, oh, that's just what he does. I just hate that shit, man. Uh-huh. It's so phony. I want to create a family, yeah, open with discussing anything, you know, and have more like a foraged Thanksgiving where people grow and harvest their own food and bring it over, and we do it. Uh-huh. We do it right. You know, uh, my family is still pretty traditional with a lot of stuff. I um, want to plan that, dude. Seriously, like a foraged giving kind of kind of deal. You make anything, like your own, like, whatever. Giving. Yeah, you can make wine or make your own beer, or um, I go out and kill a rabbit, or freaking grow some lettuce <laughs> or some herbs or something. Like everybody just kind of grows their own thing and just brings it over. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. would be so fucking cool. And there'd be so much love already just from the very beginning, like coming into that dinner. Like everybody brought this thing that they made and took care of uh, for this evening. I mean, that's the way to kick off a Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for a while. A little outside of, outside of the box, outside of the normal bs that it can be sometimes. yeah before we left we actually did something like that at my brother's like we had one thanksgiving and then we kind of went to his house and did our own thing because i had found some oyster mushrooms and i think he had he made some catfish and then we made some scotch eggs with some deer and stuff that we had and just had this epic night of all this food that we foraged it was i never forget that That's shit cool. man. that was really cool and i want to do more of that because that was it was so awesome. He, like, roasted some deer ribs or smoked some deer ribs, and I forgot everything we had, but it was just, it was off the chain. Sounds fun. Yeah, we talked about, like, I don't know if we're going to do anything here this year or not. There's a group of people who's going out to, like, a dinner. There's a a couple of the hotels here do, like, a all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink big buffet for, like, Christmas and stuff of almost anything you can imagine as far as, like, Christmas food and even, like, sushi and shit. Just a big buffet. All you can drink beer for one price, um, but it's like how much was it? It's like two hundred something, two hundred something quads. So it's basically like forty dollars, maybe thirty five, forty bucks. Which I don't know. It's not not bad, not that bad. But I don't know. It's expensive in China, it's but I'm sure for what China. you get out of forty dollars, it is all you can drink beer and stuff too. Insane. I think it's beer and wine. Yeah, so yeah. all you can eat, all you can drink, and you can just hang out there for however long you want. So, anyways, there's a group of friends going to do that. We we may join them for that, but we've talked about even just like cooking again, like we did for Thanksgiving. But I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. It's like a week away, and we haven't even really made our plans yet. So I don't know. I'm sure we'll end up doing some kind of gathering with friends around here and do some sort of friends Christmas with like a dirty Santa and stuff, and which is fine. Which is fun. I mean, pretty much every yeah. foreigner here celebrates Christmas. So there's gonna be people yeah, gathering to do something. It's just just gotta figure out how the how the cookie will crumble man we just need to uh do this wechat video we'll just party with y'all we'll just set up the, the video i chat can put you on our big screen be right there with yeah, you yeah <laughs> of course it'll be like 7 a.m in the morning for us but whatever that's okay just get your eggnog yeah make us a peppermint mocha lattes and get after it <laughs> go to town Dude, I have such a white girl alter ego. It's insane. Man, yeah, we did a we did a dirty Santa last year with everybody, and um, this one <laughs> this one guy brought a uh, a penis extender. <laughs> it's like something like what? It's like something that like a dude would put on his penis to like make it longer. It was like his dirty Santa gift. It was the most <laughs> bizarre thing that you wouldn't That's expect hilarious. to get for dirty Santa. It was. I wonder how much those are. I don't know. You said you just bought it online. <laughs> bought it on Taobao. Where'd he get it? Like the Chinese Amazon. You think he'd send you a link? <laughs> Why? <Wow>, you interested? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was. The person who got it was not very happy about it. Because, like, they actually brought, like, a That's serious so gift, and then the gift that they opened is, like, and it was, like, the last one no to be way. open, too. <laughs> it was the last gift to be open. It's, like, he brought an iPod, like, when Michael brought yeah. the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> and he's upset when he gets an oven mitt. It's, like, dude, he had a $20 limit. 
<laughs> he wants Ryan to get the he's so funny, man. <laughs> dude. And like for the life of this podcast, I'll constantly be bringing up office references. Oh, yeah, that's okay. To let everybody know. That's okay. I'm yeah. that way too. Yeah. It's basically like a dialogue in my head, like a <laughs> like a dictionary almost, you know. <laughs> I know, man. So oh, yeah, I'd like to be a part of a dirty Santa again. That's always a fun game to do. So we'll we'll see what happens with that this year and yeah, Dirty Santa's fun. That's another thing. When you mix the uptight people that are trying to get serious gifts with the penis pump people, <laughs> everybody just go penis pump, okay? Yeah. It's Dirty Santa. <laughs> it's not, wow, this will look great in the bathroom, Santa. It's Dirty Santa, bitch. I, I was never good at buying presents for shit like that, man. I think I got a, like a tub of the three flavors of popcorn one time. <laughs> And everybody knows yeah. what that gift is, man. No matter how you wrap it, <laughs> they know. Fuck, that's popcorn. That's caramel cheese. We got one and of those this popcorn. year, dude. <laughs> she brought one of those home just recently, like at the beginning of December. I'm pretty sure I had that entire thing ate within two days. <laughs> Which is your favorite? The entire cheese? thing. Uh, man, it's hard not to vote caramel. Oh. Come on, man. But you're not a no, sweet geez. guy. You like savory. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go over that cheese. See, we should split one of those, dude, and we can water it down with the regular. Like you get half the regular, I'll get half the regular, and we'll just go go about how our business. How does that popcorn last so long? Like, it, how long does it take popcorn to go stale? I know, right? How do they do that in that little jug? Because you could keep that thing for four years probably, and open it up, and at Grandma's house, there's still still a little cheese in there, a little couple, like the caramels. You better get on those right away because those don't Yo, I had that question, too, about popcorn. Like, the kernels that are used to make popcorn, um, is that just – is it literally just, like, dehydrated corn? Like, I don't I don't understand the science behind how popcorn is made. What? The yeah, kernel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where are the kernels? And Where you get the kernel? Um, I think, like, when you have the corn on the cob, yeah. maybe before – it gets to looking like a little piece of yellow corn. Does it look like a seed before that? I don't, I don't know. know. These are questions. Huh. I'm gonna have to hop on Google and figure this shit out. I've always been really this should be our next Facebook because, question. Yeah, I've, always, I've never figured out like how, like where popcorn comes from. I know it's corn, <laughs> but like the seed where, itself. Yeah, where, where on the corn is this popcorn coming from? I don't know. Oh, sh- man, my theory is those seeds are stacked in there just as the corn is. And then as it grows, it starts to turn into the little So kernels. they harvest it early before it's ripe? So it's, yeah. it's like unripe corn? I guess that's how I, that would be my <laughs> guess. And how the hell did they figure that out? I know. I wonder about that. I about guess a it's lot pretty easy. Like, when you think about like the it, first person... if you cook a piece of corn that has a seed on it, it's going to pop. So, I mean, that probably didn't take long to figure out. Like, who was out. the first person to, like, smoke weed and be like, oh, shit, this is kind of nice. Like, are they just going around smoking a bunch of different plants before they finally came across one that was like, oh, this is doing something? Was it a mistake? Was no, it I would think that they were trying to stay warm. They're trying to stay warm and just started burning this particular bush and then just got this this euphoria out of it and was like holy shit could you imagine back in the day when there was nothing to do you're bored out of your mind or <laughs> just you know chasing mammoths and stinking and teeth rotting away haven't even invented the wheel probably and then you come across weed and you're like oh my god i bet you see everything just totally different after that that's you're probably going hunting imagine. a lot more because you're hungry all the time <laughs> in a time like that where you have zero perspective on life, you have no idea what's no, over the next mountain. It's not like you can check. Yeah, and then you take something like that, and it, it's so life-altering and mind-altering. I mean, imagine what they were thinking. I wonder what they were thinking. Like, they had to have thought that that was some sort of spirit or God or something, right? Maybe. Because there was nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yeah. I- Man, we need to get a caveman on here. <laughs> Do you know anybody call that? Call that Geico dude. <laughs> the Geico, the Geico guys. guys. <laughs> see what they're let's hear their side of the story. <laughs> Geico does have some pretty solid commercials, man. There are some commercials that I actually enjoy. And I'll just sit there and watch them like that's hilarious. Like I really appreciate the 
whoever came up with that. Is super is the Super Bowl the best time of the year to watch commercials? Like the best commercials are the Super Bowl, is, right? Like that's like why I guess, yeah, that's, that's like why say. half of the people probably watch that game is they don't care about football, oh, they just sure. want to get together and watch the commercials. There used yeah. to be some classic commercials for Super Bowl, especially for like Budweiser. Budweiser used to do really good. There were some good ones. Now Budweiser is too serious. Like they're including like puppies and like a sad story with their commercial. Like they're not they're not humorous anymore. <laughs> like I wanna laugh watching Super Bowl commercials. I don't want to get upset or cry about something. I know. Keep me happy. How depressing is that? That a Budweiser people that sell alcohol is trying to like make you feel yeah, take you to this depressive state? Hell no. Their beer does that. We're make us to party, laugh. homie. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. product does that for Bring you. out them Clydesdales. <laughs> Make them dance sure. or something. Bring back the Clydesdales. They used to be like the Budweiser frogs. <sighs> Remember those? The Bud oh, Budweiser. Yeah. They were the frogs. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure my dad still has a t-shirt with those frogs on it. Yeah. Bud. Was it? Or that one is like, Wazzah. Wazzah. That's the one I was just thinking of, too. <laughs> <Wazzah. That's laughs> yeah. so stupid. But man, that caught on. So I think that much. was right after the frogs. It probably was. I remember one for like yeah, it was on Tabasco. That scream. What yeah, was that was one scream. where the uh, redid the scream? Com- no, he didn't actually do it on scream. It was like uh, not another team movie oh, kind yeah, of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that what that was called? Not another I think team it's, movie. I think that is what it does. That was hilarious. Yeah, and the scream mask. I remember this one commercial for Tabasco where this guy was sitting on his porch like eating Tabasco and chips or something, and a mosquito comes around and like lands on his arm, and he's just watching it eating his chips. Then the mosquito flies away, and then it and like explodes in the air, and he just kind of laughs yeah. a little bit, keeps eating his Tabasco sauce. I thought that one was pretty good. That's so funny. Yeah, man, classic Super Bowl Yeah, I love Bowls me some commercials. commercials. When is the Super Bowl? Uh, it's the last game of the NFL season. I mean, like, what month is that? February. It's usually, like, within the first few days of February. Oh, right around the election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're heard on back-to-back nights. <laughs> Just in time to vote. <laughs> going to be a lot of political ads this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Could you imagine Super Bowl commercial? Donald Trump, like, fuck, I'm out of here. Do they spend millions of dollars for a 30-second time slot? It's so stupid, the money that goes in to yeah. that airtime. It is, wow. Makes you wonder, though, like, what they get in return for that. I know, like, how, like, okay, so, like, Doritos is usually, so Doritos and Budweiser are usually pretty good at, like, Super Bowl commercials, and they spend a lot of money to make three, four, five different commercials, but then, like, is all of that money they spend really giving them more profit in the end because like are people watching know. these commercials and being like ah that's it we're gonna go get some, <sighs> some Doritos Dorito. right now we need some more Budweiser right now like I don't really think it changes people's know. mind like they're gonna eat what they eat and drink what they drink I don't think fancy commercial I just don't really see how like commercials like that influence what people buy like in my head it doesn't make me want to go eat more Doritos or drink more Budweiser I enjoy the no. humor of it and I look forward to those products and the commercials that they put out but as far as like me wanting to actually go and eat those products or buy what they have like it doesn't influence me in that way at all so i wonder how many other people feel that way or like if they actually do see in increases in profit after the super bowl and stuff like do they get the money back you know what i mean man I, they have to 100 percent make a profit from that i mean that's in the budget to market for a reason right yeah. And to gain, and maybe it's um, more geared towards kids, really, because you and I, we have Doritos programmed to our brain. I mean, we already knows what Doritos are. Like, they're never going away in our mind. Like, it's a staple. So maybe they're trying to make Doritos a staple for the people behind us, you know? So it's a constant reminder, like, oh, yeah, don't forget, (laughs) Doritos. Yeah, there's a knockoff Doritos out here. The packaging looks really similar. But, like, the writing is in Chinese. But, like, when you taste them, like, you know it's not Doritos. Like, you can just tell. They try to yeah. make it look that way. But I know. Because, like you said, I know what Doritos taste like. I've had plenty of Doritos in my days. These chips that they're selling us. They they knock off everything. <laughs> like, and they're shameless about everything. it. Like, they'll put a Z at the end instead of an S. Doritos. Dude, I love looking at the clothing over here that has, 
misspelled writing on it or something. Yeah. Just some sort of. I saw a Nike shirt somebody had on, and like the I and the K were switched or something yeah, you like that. Know what you're gonna find? It's all. There's a lot of knockoffs. There's well. There is a lot. Man, the fashion out there is pretty awesome though. Like people really know how to dress. I was so impressed. I, I don't know why. I don't know what I was expecting, but when you get out there, I was like, man, these motherfuckers have style, dude. It's a little different. It was pretty cool. I liked it. It was inspiring, and it makes me want to go to Japan, kind of, because people say Japan is like yeah, even more over the top. You know? We'll be there soon. This next year, yeah. we'll probably be going at some point. So, yeah. Are you going to Japan? We really want to go. We want to go in the summertime, too, because like I said, we want to go for the Olympics. Meet Michael Phelps. Nah, dude. That dude ain't swimming no more. He won his... 37 gold medals and he's done he doesn't need he has nothing else to prove now he's just gonna stay home and smoke his weed and live the life that he does <laughs> how fucking dumb you remember that like he won all the medals and you smoke weed though? Take those medals back <laughs> you smoke weed <laughs> but the weed it's like bitch shut the fuck up i won all these medals for you motherfuckers like relax come on i entertained the shit out of you brought these medals back to america let me hit the bong he goes apologize for it fuck that i ain't apologizing for nothing hey the mlb the major league baseball just uh they took off marijuana off of like the prohibited drug use thing policy so like Players can't get in trouble for smoking weed anymore in Major League Baseball. That's a pretty big deal. That's professional sports. Like, that's always been an issue. Oh, so. MLB. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so baseball is trending in the right direction. Now they just need to <clears throat> Yeah, that's a big move, Change that for football and basketball. I mean, you know so many of those players are into that shit. But they have to test for it a lot, too. 100%. They test for it all. Like, they're always doing random tests for them. I read some football player talking about he would smoke a blunt in between – every or just before every yeah. game he'd smoke an entire blunt now, i mean i'm sure that is so common there's probably guys out there chiefing it up yeah. all day every day before every game like i would and still performing at top levels and not taking all these sketchy supplements yeah. and stuff and then what do you want them to do get on fake and bake and pills and wreck their life come on dude pull your fucking head out of your ass dummy yeah oklahoma is also trying to put on the ballot to get recreational legalized too so i imagine that's probably gonna happen the next year everybody's trending that way man it, and if it doesn't happen by the end of by the next presidential election more than likely the next president is gonna do something about it on a federal level literally that's all you gotta say to win i think is like if you make me president i'll make this federally legal and people are like oh hell yeah go with that guy <laughs> yeah. you get all the people from all walks of life yeah well, man, enjoy your show. Happy birthday, dude. Thanks, man. Enjoy Vegas. Enjoy L.A. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it.